More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, teamwork makes the dream work. Struggling to get your family to come together? We're going to help you build a better home team. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, we're talking about family life on our show titled Teamwork Makes the Dream Work. (laughs) If you're struggling to get your family to come together, we want to help you build a better home team. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Of course, we're not just talking about the family that lives under your roof. We're talking about extended family as well. But family life can be complicated. And we're asking, is something coming between you, your spouse, or your kids, or or your extended family, is something making it hard to have the peaceful, joyful, loving family life that you'd like to have? Maybe there's conflict in your home or in your extended family, whether it's with your parents or siblings or other important family members. We want to help you celebrate the family life you're longing for. Give us a call at 877 573 Seven eight two five. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Let us help you overcome the obstacles that are coming between you and the grace-filled, loving, connected, caring family life you'd like to have. Well, you know, Greg, you said life, family life can be complicated, and the words that went through my head are, yeah, life can be complicated. But I think when we talk about family life, it gets far more complicated you know doing the things of daily life that we need to do you know taking care of our homes connecting with our friends making sure our careers or our work life are going well taking care of all those things and trying to take care of ourselves is complicated enough but really we have to be checking in with ourselves and making sure we're doing okay But when you add the word family in front of life, where suddenly how everyone feels in the course of a given day affects you. And I mean everyone, not just your spouse and your kids, if that's that's the place you are in in life, your parents, your siblings, your cousins on social media, all the people who are family to you, whether that is by you know, family connections or those people that you're close enough to that you consider them family, suddenly you have to worry about their feelings, their wants and needs, their perceptions of you, their opinions on what you're doing in your life. And all of those things can get touchy, can get complicated, can get exhausting, can get confusing. 
Is any of this kind of making you think of somebody in your life that's making your life a little bit more complicated? And you're thinking, how do I deal with this in a way that gives God glory, that brings peace to this relationship, that causes us to grow closer together and stops exhausting me? Well, if you have any of those questions today, we are here for you on More to Life. Give us a call today at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Again, we're talking about family life. The title of the show, Teamwork Makes the Dream Work. It's just a little nod to the idea that we all want to be a stronger family team, to have that sense of showing up for each other, having each other's backs, looking out for each other. But often, we don't feel that way about our families, either because we don't have enough time to be together and build Mm. those relationships, or because there are conflicts, disagreements, challenges coming between us and the people we love. So whether you're struggling with your spouse or kids and the family that lives under your roof or your extended family, let us work with you to build that grace-filled, godly, loving, faithful, connected family life that we all long for. 877-573-7825. Today, uh, every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's theology of the body. And if you're not aware of what that is, um, St. John Paul, when he was Pope, gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years that explained how prayerfully reflecting on God's creation can teach us something about living a more abundant life and having healthy, holy relationships. You know, most people think that building the kingdom of God involves doing all kinds of ministries outside of our homes. But the theology of the body reminds us that the primary way we build the kingdom is by creating communion. That's making the relationships we share with our spouse and our children and our other family members holy, healthy, and as deep as we reasonably can. Cultivating a strong family life is a ministry. The theology of the body reminds us that family life is meant to be a little way of holiness. The primary path that moms and dads and kids walk to become everything that God created us to be and to make the world what it needs to be. You know, having a satisfying, joyful, rewarding Christian family life means being willing to consciously engage in ongoing home improvement projects (laughs) on our relationships. You know, as husbands and wives and parents and kids, we need to be conscious first about praying together and asking God to teach us how to be the family he wants us to be. And then... Rooted in that prayer, that, that communal family prayer life, regularly examining and discussing how we can love each other a little bit better, work together a little bit better, serve each other a little bit better, handle conflict just a little bit better every day. So that each day we start by asking God to teach us how to be the family he wants us to be, and each day we commit to doing that work. And the more our family exhibits that commitment to this sort of conscious, intentional, prayerful approach to growth, the more we're going to be able to create a godly household, a strong home team, if you will, founded on relationships that can both satisfy the longings of our hearts and be a witness in the world 
of the love God wants to share with all of his kids. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. We're talking about family life today. Whether you're struggling in your relationship with your spouse or kids and the family that lives under your roof or your extended family, we're going to help you overcome the complications, conflicts, and other struggles that you face in having the family life that you long for, that grace-filled, godly, loving, caring, connected family. 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. And of course, we're taking your calls right now, but every day at Catholic Home, that's Catholic H-O-M, we are responding and walking with hundreds of families just like you who are working together in supporting each other in building a more loving caring, connected, faithful family life. If you'd like to get that ongoing support and those resources uh, that can help you create a strong, dynamic domestic church, come on over to CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app today for Android or iOS and become a subscribing member. You, You get the first month for free. And we support you every day with our whole team of pastoral counselors. We've got tons of resources, downloadable activities, fun animated videos for the whole family, and tons of other podcasts, other resources to help you be the family that God is calling you to be. Check it out at catholichom.com or download the Catholic HOM app. Again, first month's free, so check it out. But call us today, right here, right now, at 877-573-7825 and let us respond to your questions about what it takes to create that strong, loving family life we all long for. Let's bring our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the, the Father, Father, and the, the Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we ask your blessing and grace for our families. Help us to remember that family life is a ministry that family life is the way, the primary way that we experience your love and witness to that love in the world. But Lord, even when we know that, it can be hard to live it out. So many things come up that become a wedge in our family lives. Conflicts, disagreements, offenses that are hard to get past just different struggles that we all face to build those strong loving families but help us Lord to break through those barriers and build your kingdom by making our relationship with our spouse with our kids and extended family everything that you want it to be so that we can experience real concrete examples of your love in our homes and bear witness to the difference that the Christian vision of love can make to the world we ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name of the Father, Father, the the Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, we're talking about family life on our show, Teamwork Makes the Dream Work, and we often think about that in terms of work. But really, you know, the family needs to be a team, showing up for each other, being there for each other, working hard together to have each other's backs, and to help each other become everything God created each of us to be. If you'd like to find ways to overcome the struggles that you're facing in your family life, whether that's your family that lives under your roof or your extended family, we're here to help with Grace-Filled Solutions. The number, 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. 
525. Let's talk now with Pat, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Ohio on Annunciation Radio. Hi, Pat. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you? Well, <clears throat> Pat, I have a granddaughter ahead. who is um, is rather slow. She's 28 years old, but she has the mentality of about a teenager, early teenager. And my other, my other children think that they need to step in and kind of take over her life because her mother isn't doing the best job or whatever. But they want to have like an intervention this weekend, and I really don't think they're going to do the right thing by her. How can I put a fizzle? So when you say you don't think they're going to do the right thing by her, what's your concern specifically? I think they're just going to downgrade my my daughter, who's the mother of of the granddaughter. I think they're just going to downgrade her. And she doesn't need that. She doesn't have high self-esteem on her own as it is. Mm-hmm. And I know she kind of needs help with, with her daughter because she still lives with her and stuff. But mm-hmm. I just I want are to they are they going to try to present resources to help her, or are they just going to kind of pick on her? And I think they're going to try a little of both, but they've never been real supportive of her. They've just been, well, she should do this or she should do that, and. You know that's not the right way to help somebody. No. Well, can I ask what, what is it that you what is it that you think that they should do to support her? What is it that you'd like to see the rest of the family do to to really be there for her? Well, I think they should just be there when she needs somebody instead of saying yes, I'll be there, and then they never show up. Well, okay, and that that's that's fair, and I think that 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 you want to kind of say. So here's what I want to suggest to you. Um, you know, it sounds like you're agreeing that your daughter is struggling to to raise, you know, to your raise granddaughter. her daughter, your granddaughter, who's really you're seeing specific issues that she needs more support in. The problem is that often when we struggle, we don't see that we need support, right? We we just we we just kind of bump along as best we can, and then when we get into a crisis, then all of a sudden it's like I need you all to come around me, uh, and you know that's. Often, you know, that's a hard way to get help because other people aren't necessarily able to jump when we say, oh, my gosh, I need your help right now, um, you know, or, or you know, we can get that person through the crisis, but then we don't get them a structure that enables them to succeed and grow. And so, you know, I can appreciate your concern that the rest of the family can be a little bit harsh with this uh, daughter of yours. Um, and so I want to address that, but but I or I want, and but but I don't want you to stand in the way of them doing this intervention because it sounds like she really needs a lot of help and hasn't been able to uh, do what she, you know get, connect with the resources she needs to. So rather than standing in the way of the thing and, and trying to convince your your other kids to not do this, what I'd say is you know say to them, listen, I I, I agree that she needs help, um, and I agree that she needs resources more than more than just necessarily what our family can provide right because right pat you know the, it's not just that she needs the rest of the family to kind of come around and help her whenever she notices that she needs help it's that on an ongoing basis she's struggling uh, and so she needs professionals to support her in moving forward so as long as the rest of the family is presenting resources and not just picking on her and saying you need to do something no, to you need your- to get it together no if she could she would but she needs specific resources to support her and support your granddaughter long term in becoming as fully capable and thriving 
as they are both able to become. That's the long-term goal here, and it's certainly the long-term goal, or should be, of your entire family. And letting them know if they just simply criticize her again, all they're saying to her is, be quiet, sit over there, we don't want to be bothered with you, rather than, we love you, we think you can both thrive even more, and here are some real supports to be able to do that. So talking to them about, hey, I want you to list out the list of supports you want to be able to share with them so they can really thrive. We have to move past our being disgruntled with how it's gone, with our exhaustion about it, with our irritation about it, and really construct a list of good supports and how we're going to help her connect with those supports. So don't stand in the way of this happening. Just you know, express that concern that it, it's positive and solution-focused and, and concentrating on helping her get resources. And again, Pat, you know, I, I understand that you want them all to kind of come around and, and help her, but I, I can tell just from the way that you've described this that she doesn't ask for help unless she's in a crisis, and that's just the worst possible time to ask because everybody else can't drop what they're doing and come rush in consistently to, to do that. So she, you know, let's let's help, you know, let's help her get the support that she needs. So by all means, you know, let your let your other kids know that you want to make sure that they're not picking on her, that you want to focus on getting her connected with resources and support, but but don't discourage them from from having this intervention um, because I think that that that's need what needs to happen in order to really help her see how serious this is and what kind of what level of support she really needs pat thank you so much for the call 877-573-7825 again that's 877-573-7825 we're talking about family life today on more to life and whether where you know, you're struggling in your your nuclear family the family that lives under your roof or your extended family the reality is family life is complicated we're all broken, sinful people, and family is supposed to be the primary way uh, that we work out our brokenness. Not get more broken. I want to clarify that. Because yeah, a lot of us feel like that is. Because we're really stuck with these people. To heal. That God has put these people in our lives. And somehow we are supposed to help each other heal and thrive and be more of who God created us to be. Well, and you could say, well, any people could help us do that. Well, sure, they could. But here's the thing. Like when other people irritate us, we just walk away and ignore mm-hmm. them. We're stuck with these people in our family for the most part. Right? Well, and let's remember who we are as Catholics. It's not that we're just stuck with them, but we're moving toward eternal life with everyone, especially those that God has asked us to help get there. Exactly. And so, you know, the fact that, you know, when I say it that way, that we're stuck with them, mm-hmm. what I mean by that is that, you know, that, that God sticks us with them for a reason. It's exactly. not just that we happen to be stuck with them. It's that we, 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 you know, God put these people in our lives as an invitation to grow in ways that we wouldn't if they, were, if they weren't there. Uh, and so that's the primary way that we work to heal that brokenness and grow in holiness. And so if you are struggling in your family life with your spouse or your own kids or with your extended family, your parents, brothers and sisters, other folks, we want to help you build that more faithful, loving, caring, connected family life so you can show up for each other and really be there in ways that ex- help you experience God's love in your family and witness to that love in the world. 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. If you're experiencing conflicts in your family life or other challenges that are stopping you from being the family that you'd like to be, let's work it out together here today. Eight seven seven 
573-7825. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls. Plus, we'll be joined by Rachel Watkins, who is the developer of the Little Flowers Girls Club, Mom of Eleven. She's going to be sharing some insights on how to get families to work together. Stick around. More to Life will continue after the break. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Father Benedict Groeschel. I usually am operating on the gifts of the Holy Spirit when I don't feel well, even when I'm annoyed, when I'm down and out. During my recovery from the automobile accident, immense numbers of people wrote to me and sent me emails, 50,000, and they told me how helpful they thought my talks on EWTN were to them. I'm delighted, but I want you to know I'm nobody's fool. The talks that were helpful, the sentences that were helpful, the phrases that were helpful came from the Holy Spirit. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And the styrofoam packaging came from me. I did that. And styrofoam doesn't amount to very much. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today we're talking about family life on our show titled Teamwork Makes the Dream Work. We want to help you build a better home team. Give us a call at 877-573-7825 and tell us, are there conflicts coming between you and those you love? Let us help you resolve those challenges and build the more loving, caring, connected, faithful family life that we all long for. 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Joining us right now, Rachel Watkins. She is the developer of the Little Flowers Girls Club and mom of eleven. Rachel, welcome to More to Life. Go team! Yay team! <laughs> well, that's team what we're talking about. How 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 yeah. can we help our families function as better teams? And you wanted to share some insights from your own family team. Exactly. And it's a metaphor that works. We Right now, we're cheering on maybe baseball teams, football season has started. If we begin with that metaphor and let it run through our family, everyone can get into the right playbook, so to speak. The first thing we have to remember is God is the owner of our team. We have to defer to him and all of our decisions, first and foremost. Then you and your spouse consider yourself coaches. And you've got this motley group of people you're trying to get to the goal of heaven. So what does your playbook look like? 
You know, and maybe you are at a point where the season seems to have imploded on itself. We're a month into the school year. We have kids off of college, perhaps. This is a good time to say, is the plan working? What do we need to readjust? How do we need to support maybe an injured player? Who do we need to encourage? And if we go with that idea, we can really put into place some things to make our team succeed. Share the playbook with your spouse. Make sure that you and your spouse are talking every evening. How did the day go for yeah. you as a, as a human, as an adult? How did it go as a parent? And then look at your players. Ask them, how are you doing? What do we need to yeah. know about you? You know, there's Let's go back for two seconds to, to that okay. other coach, right? Your, yeah. your co-parent, your spouse, whoever that person is who's helping you raise your kids is a coach in another area, right? They've got strengths with certain kids. You both have different perspectives. The coaches on a team have to work together to get the big picture and be on the same page. And as you said, they need to be checking in with that owner, making sure that's the direction the owner, God himself who created this family and each of the people in it, is in agreement with what they're doing and take their marching orders for them. And then as you're, you're talking about now, actually checking in with those players, those kids, making sure you know that you're all on the same page, know what their needs are, right? Exactly. And start with the successes. It's easy for us as parents to dump on our kids when we see them go wrong, but that just causes them to be discouraged, lose faith in themselves and their own decisions. So start with successes. Hey, I saw you did really good there and pointed out a test, a relationship. They made a good decision about how to manage their time. Get feedback from them on how they think it's going. And then what needs to be adjusted? When was the last time you sat down and had dinner together, perhaps? Do you have a prayer life as a family, even if it's just an hour, Father, Hail Mary, and Glory be before we all head to bed? What can we adjust so that we do feel like we are all on the same team? We are all heading towards heaven as our goal, and we're working with each other for successes, not against each other, and, you know, that bitterness that can happen when things don't go well. We can take some real notes from all those professional teams out there who know how to make it happen. Rachel, thanks so much for being with us. Always a pleasure. And if folks would like to learn more about the Little Flowers Girls Club, they should go to BeholdPublications.com. That's BeholdPublications.com. By the way, speaking of catching kids being good, we that's our uh, monthly downloadable, actually, on Catholic Home. And you can check that out. It's a great activity for the weekend. If you're looking for a faith-filled, fun thing to do with your kids, check out our Virtue Diary, Catch Your Kids Being Good exercise at CatholicHOM.com. We're taking your calls at 877-573-7825 about building a stronger, healthier, godlier family life. Give us a call. Let's work together to make the dream work. In Christ, we suffer, but it's a suffering that can bear much fruit. Our God can bring good out of the suffering caused by evil. God permits evil, and from the suffering caused by evil, he creates a reality greater than that which could have existed without the possibility of evil entering human experience. In Christ, suffering is fruitful. Those members of the body of Christ who are fruitless are removed. It's dead wood, and that's suffering. But even those members of the body of Christ who are fruitful are pruned. They're trimmed. Daddy squeezes and sometimes spanks in order that we would be more fruitful. 
Jesus again says, By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. What is catechesis and why do we care? The job of catechesis is to reveal all the joy as well as the demands of the way of Christ, says the Catholic Catechism. The way of Christ is summed up in the catechesis of the Beatitudes. Jesus gave us the eight Beatitudes in his Sermon on the Mount. The Catholic Catechism tells us this teaching is the only path that leads to the eternal Beatitude, happiness, for which the human heart longs. The catechesis of sin and forgiveness challenges us. Unless man acknowledges that he is a sinner, states the catechism, he cannot know the truth about himself, which is a condition for acting justly, and without the offer of forgiveness, man could not bear the truth. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Hi, I'm Lisa Popchek. In sports, teams win or lose not only because of the skills of their players, but also how well the players work together. The players on winning teams support and encourage one another, even in the toughest fight. Marriage is the same way. Couples who tackle marital conflicts with a sense of teamwork do better than couples who enter conflict ready to battle one another. In fact, research finds that happy couples have five positive interactions for every negative interaction, even during conflicts. That doesn't mean these couples avoid tough issues or that they aren't honest and direct with one another. But even in difficult conversations, these couples go out of their way to make sure that their spouse feels loved and cared for. They offer words of encouragement and affirmation. They work to regulate their own emotional temperature. They take breaks to refocus the conversation. And they cultivate sympathy for their spouse's position, even when they disagree with it. In short, their priority isn't to win. Instead, it's solving the problem in a way that respects their spouse and strengthens their marriage. For more tips about managing marital conflict, read our book, How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love. Or for more personalized, faith-filled help, visit catholiccounselors.com. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today's show is titled Teamwork Makes the Dream Work as we talk about building a stronger family team. How do we get our family to come together in ways that really help us feel that that love, that joy, that peace that we all want from our family lives? Whether you're dealing with struggles in your family under your roof with your spouse and kids or your extended family, we want to help you build a more loving, caring, connected faithful family life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825 with marriage questions, parenting questions, family questions. We are here to help you find those grace-filled solutions for it all. Again, that's 
573-7825. Let's talk now with Pat, who's listening to EWTN Radio on Spirit Catholic Radio in Nebraska. Hi, Pat. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you? Well, I was just wondering. I'm a great-grandmother, and I have three uh, great-grandchildren that my granddaughter has been baptized, but I, and I want her to have her three young daughters baptized. And I, I've been praying, you know, and I'm praying to St. Monica and everything, and I, um, we don't see, she lives in the same town, but uh, I don't okay. see her too often. I, we do see her at different times of the year. But um, what, besides, um, I, and I say rosaries and pray for her and everything, I was just wondering, what else can I do for her, for them? So you don't see her except maybe holidays and things like that? Yeah, right, right. Okay, and I mean, and is when town, you do see her, uh-huh. when you do see her, is the relationship friendly? Yeah, yeah, we're real friendly. In fact, she's uh, the daughter of one of my sons that has died. It's been 10 years or so, 11 oh, wow. years. And, and he was a very strong Catholic. I mean, he fell away from the church partly, but then my uh, husband's mother kind of talked into talked him into you know and so he was a very mm. uh he was a catholic and then uh we had uh, a friend of mine uh they the, the other the three young kids my uh granddaughter and her two brothers were baptized but now she's uh this and they are how old now i don't like but uh you can't tell them okay so your granddaughter is is living out of wedlock with somebody how old are the grand the great grandchildren now Uh, yeah and she has three young girls and i'm just praying that they get them baptized you know that's about all you can do right now okay so let's let's break this down a little bit and and i i you know, applaud you for wanting this for all of them. Of course, this is very important. Um, I, I really caution you to not try to skip a generation and just be like, just let's get the great great grandkids baptized and everything will be fine. Because while sacramental grace is vital, baptizing them and letting them live in a situation that won't raise them in the faith can be problematic for them as well. I really want to encourage you to work on that relationship with your granddaughter. Yeah, there, there, there are two things that I want to focus on here. First of all, you know, we, we want as Catholics to kind of get away from the idea that sacramentalizing people without evangelizing people is enough. Um, because, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. Yeah. And, you know, just we can't treat baptism as for example as a quote unquote get out of hell free card it's 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 a commitment to a particular kind of life and and it's a it's a gift of grace to live a particular kind of life and so it's not enough to just say you know let's 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 get them you know through the door however we can and then you know leave leave the rest to god no i mean it will give them sacramental grace that can be built off of but if nobody's there helping them build it's sort of on on those of us who have pushed it to make sure that we are doing in fact when a person is baptized the whole church makes a promise especially those who have brought the person to baptism a promise to commit ourselves to helping them grow and develop in the faith so it's not just saying to your granddaughter let's get these kids baptized so that i'm happy it's it, not about that at all. Now, we're not suggesting that you give up on the desire to get them baptized, Absolutely but we're asking not. you to take a different approach um, that, that requires maybe a little bit more from you. 
um, because in order to in order to move this forward, you're going to have to have a relationship that's deep enough to contain the conversations you want to have. Right, we talk about this in our book, How to Have Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Her Adult Sons and Daughters. Um, and, you know, we often have this sort of basically shallow, casual relationship with extended family, but we want to have deep conversations with them. And then they don't go well because we're trying to ha have a deeper level of intimacy with them than the relationship can handle. So if you're wanting to be a, a, an instrument of the Holy Spirit in your family's life... Which I believe the Holy Spirit has truly put on your heart, Pat, to do. What I want you to start doing is praying for how you can build your connection there. How, how can you be more a part of their lives and a supportive part of their lives? Let's hit on that, please, because I know how much it's breaking your heart and you know that it is not good for your granddaughter to be living outside of wedlock and having children with a boyfriend. I can see and hear and feel with you the pain of that and you want to fix it. And often when we don't have a lot of time with somebody, we'll go right for the don't do that, right? Don't don't be living in sin with him. Don't leave these children unbaptized. That's not building right, the relationship. You're absolutely right, but it won't get this this young lady to where you want her to be, which is living a grace-filled life in the church right what she needs and has probably needed for a long time is for you to slowly build a relationship with her again you know you both went through a tremendous loss you lost your son she lost her dad this like person who's supposed to be this guiding spiritual force in her life and it would have been great if you could have really come alongside of her and built that relationship around that shared loss so you could have been there for her. But I truly believe it's not too late. Anything from texting her if you do that, sending her notes in the mail. Everybody likes to get something nice in the mail occasionally. Letting her know you love her. Letting you know... Letting her know that you're you are praying for her. Letting her you, asking her I'm questions about her just, real life. Not just you know when when, you, when we say letting her know you love her, it's like you know a lot of times well we know they know I love them, mm. but I don't you know nope. we're not saying that we're saying like being a part of her life in some way, being a, an emotional and spiritual support to her in ways that she will appreciate. The more you can do that, the more you can be an instrument of the Holy Spirit in her life and help her see what your faith means to you and why you're faithful and why your faith matters uh, and be drawn to that faith as a source of strength in her life you know that's that so in addition to praying it's all about asking god how can i build this relationship with this person that you've placed on my heart so that i can bring the holy spirit to them through the love and support that that they can feel through me and she might be feeling a myriad of things everything from and i'm guessing here i'm not saying any of these are real but i'm guessing you know having lost a dad myself she could be feeling very still angry at God that that happened or feeling really lost about how to connect with God because she went through so much pain in her life. She could be feeling like she's not allowed to be in church because she's living with someone outside of wedlock. She could be feeling a lot of things that are distancing her from God and the church. And when you can talk to her 
about your journey through life, about how God has been there through for you through the hard times, even in losing a child. Anytime you lose a child, even when they're, you know, fully grown adults with children of their own, it's agony. But you've stuck to your faith. You're listening to Spirit Catholic Radio. You're leaning into a relationship or at least pursuing a relationship with God in your life. Take some time, Pat, and ask yourself why. You know, why are you doing that? What does your relationship with God do for you? How has he been there for you through all of this? And then be able to start putting that into words. And even, you know, if you're not used to really being in touch with her except for holidays, you know, on the anniversary of her dad's death, you know, as it's approaching, give her a phone call. Or write her that card that says, you know, I'm thinking about how much we both loved your dad and, you know, really all he meant to us. And I want, you know, how much I'm praying for you and I love you. And if you ever want to talk and share memories of him, you know, please know that I'm here for you. When it's everybody's birthday, making sure you're making those connections. But even through the week, just, you know, a note to her in some way that says, how's your week going? You know, what can I pray for you for today? Making sure she knows that you love her, that you're there for her to talk to, that you are concerned about her life, can start to open those doors for her questions, for her knowing that somebody's there to answer those questions and guide her through a relationship with God that may be challenged in some way because of what she's gone through in her life, and that you're there with your love and your wisdom and your support, not just telling her what not to do, but really helping her lean into God's calling her back to him. All right, Pat, thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you, you know where to find us. And we're taking your calls today's listener at today, listeners at 877-573-7825. We're talking about how to build a strong family team, a family that's connected, that's loving, that's caring, that, that has each other's backs and is looking out for each other. If you are struggling in your family, whether that's the family that lives under your roof or your extended family, let's help you resolve those conflicts, overcome those obstacles, resolve those differences that are stopping you from having the family life that you are longing for, the family life that God wants you to have. Give us a call at 877 573 That's 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five, and let's talk about celebrating that family life that God wants for you. Before we go to break, we want to make sure we let you know that our friends in Louisville need to hear from you next week. Holy Family Radio WLCR is airing their twenty twenty three radiothon radiothon. Excuse me, next Thursday. And Friday. So if you are listening in Kentucky or really anywhere, make sure you're supporting WLCR, Holy Family Radio, and your local Catholic radio station wherever you're tuning in. Please do support your local station with your prayers and with your dollars so that we can keep Catholic radio going strong for generations to come and keep supporting you and living a more faithful, abundant life. Now we're taking your calls at 877-573-7825 about family life today. Let us help you overcome the conflicts, the disagreements, the difficulties and offenses that often come between us and our families. 877 
573-7825. And as we head out to the break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he is denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Strong words from St. Paul, but a really, really important... Really intense words. It really undermines, or not undermines, underlines, excuse me, <laughs> what we've been saying, that, that, that family life is a ministry, and the most important ministry we can do. I, I, I see so many well-intentioned, good people who who feel like to, to serve the kingdom of God, they need to be involved in 3,000 outside the home, and then they end up or, making their, their own families orphans. Uh, because they're not providing emotionally and spiritually for the people who live under their own roof. Well, that's what I want to hit on, because anybody listening to this who just, you know, tuned in, doesn't get the sense of what we've been talking about here, or just is in a place where they're conflicted about a family member, if you hear the beginning of this scripture, if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially the members of his household, we automatically, I think especially as modern people, go to provide money, you know, but that's it. That's all there is to it. So if you have, you know, some relative who is really pursuing a dangerous lifestyle for themselves and you hear this scripture, you might be thinking, oh, well, God's saying I got to give them money no matter what they're doing. No, 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 no. It's always about working for their ultimate good. So are you, especially as it says here, for the members of your household, as you're saying, Greg, providing that emotional support? that spiritual support and education and learning and growing your presence are you providing all of those things and then if you have other relatives who are coming to you in your life who want to be close to you or need something from you are you providing for their ultimate good are you making sure that whatever provision your time your talent your treasure is working for their ultimate good not just checking off a box in terms of monetary things we are not talking about here just monetary provision. We're talking about spiritual, emotional relationship provision because that is what helps everyone thrive. And that's what we're called to. 877-573-7825. We're talking about how to provide that emotional and spiritual support and create a family that is built on that. So if you are struggling in some way in your family life, whether that's the family that lives under your roof or your extended family, let us help you build those connections, overcome those difficulties, resolve those offenses and hurts that keep you from being the family God wants you to be. 877-573-7825. Listening to the podcast, you can send us your questions via email. And that email address, questions at more2liferadio.com. That's questions at more the number two life radio.com love to hear from you either way when we come back more with your calls about family life stick around can smelling certain scents improve our memories i'm chuck gatica and this is journey strong when my wife and i had covid in late 2020 we both lost our sense of taste and smell in my case i continued to have issues with my sniffer for a few months then I read a study that suggested smelling bold scents could help restore the connection between the nose and the brain. Sure enough, smelling fresh lemons every day seemed to help me recover. No wonder I love the aroma of lemons and incense. Another study, though, indicates that older folks who smelled fragrant essential oils got better sleep and improved memory and thinking. Brain scans confirm they got better. 
Be careful, though. Some essential oils can be harmful if inhaled over time. Always consult your doctor. Side note, from Genesis 2 to Revelation 18, there are more than 200 references to perfume, odor, and smell. For more on the study, look for our Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. We are given many gifts. Everyone is different. And yet when we embrace them, when we accept our gifts and use them as God wants them to be used, His will, not ours, those crosses turn into gifts from which we can learn, grow, and who knows, maybe have an entirely different life than what we planned. Such as the case with me, I never in a million years expected to be in Catholic radio. Never even knew it existed. So the next time you're questioning or struggling, say, okay, God, what can I do with this? What am I supposed to do? Don't bury it. Don't put God in the box and see what he does with that gift, which sometimes comes in the shape of a cross. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio, Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Teamwork Makes the Dream Work as we talk about building a strong home team, that is, with your family. And whether you are dealing with difficulties with the family under your roof or your extended family, let us help you build a more loving, caring, connected, faithful family life. 877-573-7825. We're talking now with Becky, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Illinois. Hi, Becky. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi. Um, so I am a newer Catholic, and um, my son was not raised. I mean, I didn't raise him Catholic, of course, because I'm converted. Um, but he, okay. was he raised in any faith, or, or, or is this all new? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. I was just asking, was he raised a Christian in any way, or just is this is all really new for the family? The Catholic faith is very new. Um, the, I mean, we kind of went through different Christian faiths, but, um, okay. you know, Catholic faith is a lot different than what gotcha. I was raised okay. in. So, sure. Um, and you said that your son, son, son got his girlfriend pregnant? Yes. Yes. Okay. So he's um, finishing up his, actually he's a senior this year in high school and she's a junior. Okay. And we're trying to be supportive. My husband's not Catholic. My daughter is. So I've got like two members of the family that aren't and two, two including myself, that are Catholic. Okay. So I'm trying to, you know, keep everything together in the household, like a positive family environment, and while being supportive but not enabling my teen um, as he prepares for this baby, um, which is due in March. Okay, well, first of all, let's thanks be to God to, you know, the choice here that this baby is, is going to be born, and that is magnificent, mm-hmm. and I'm taking it from what you're saying, that they're choosing to raise this child? Yes. Okay, and will they 
be living separately? Will they be living with you? Just so we can get a sense of what the dynamic is here. Um, you know, there there has been talk about a part-time living situation with um, his girlfriend. Um, yeah, and that we're trying to logistically figure that out. Um, whether it's the same room, because I want him to be there as a father figure. I don't want... Like, if she stays here, I don't want him not being a part of waking up in the middle of the night when the baby's crying, that sort of thing. So you want your ultimate goal is that he could be a father to his child? You certainly don't want to lead them into any more sin, having them live under the same roof and and not be married. And you've got a lot of concerns here about, about how to do this. Now, are there any other particular questions here that you want us to, to really hit? So my younger daughter, she's nine, so she's Catholic, and, you know, she is impressionable, and I I guess I'm just trying to be a good example for her um, while still building up a a family um, Christian environment. So I guess, do you have any tips on... Well, what's the specific worry there? Like, what what is it that you're trying to to figure out how to process with her? Um, well, she's well. If we have a part time living arrangement with this girlfriend, um, I, I guess I I don't know how that would. Okay. Well, you don't want them living in the same in the same room at the very Absolutely least, not. right? That, so you don't want them in the same room because you you don't want to facilitate, um, you know, well, sin basically. Um, and uh, but 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 having said that, all right. What what I would suggest in processing this with your daughter, you know, number one, you know, a baby is always a wonderful and welcome thing, even when that child comes into the world in ways that we weren't expecting, uh, or less than ideal circumstances. But here's the thing. It's, it, I, want, I want you to be able to explain to her why, not just tell her the rule, but help her understand why the rule exists. You know, the idea of you know, saving sex for marriage. A child deserves to have all the opportunities. God wants to give a child all the opportunities that child needs to grow and to thrive. And to grow and to thrive, babies need moms and dads. And you know. stable households and all of those and, and parents who have reached a level of maturity and can truly, you know, be there for them and raise them. And their parents, in this case, who are still children, deserved that kind of life and growth as well. So the best way to give a child the best chances to be everything that God created them to be is for their mom and dad to be married to each other. Now, you're going to try your best to support your son and his girlfriend in raising this child and giving that child everything that that, that child needs to, to grow and to thrive. But in talking about this with your daughter, you know, saying that the, the problem with it is the, the, the quote, you know, sin isn't some, you know, evil thing that evil people do in some dark alley somewhere. Sin is missing the target when it comes to love. That's what sin means. It's a, sin is actually an archery term that refers, an ancient archery term that refers to missing the mark. And so you know, your son and his girlfriend missed the mark in being able to give this child everything that that child deserves. And you want for her in her future to be able to have that kind of a life. And that's why it's important to save herself for marriage, not just for her own dignity, but so that she and her husband can provide everything for her children that, that 
God wants them to have. And you're going to do your best to support your son and his girlfriend in giving this child everything that, 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 that the child deserves, but you want even more for her. And so that's how you can kind of be with your son and his girlfriend through this while still, while not you know, undermining your attempts to form your daughter in the Catholic vision of love. We talk about this more in Beyond the Birds and the Bees, Raising Sexually Whole and Holy Kids. Check it out at CatholicCounselors.com. Becky, thank you. listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.